All right, before we get into the podcast, I just want to let you know, uh, me, Ernie, we put this podcast together for free. It's for you at no charge. We only ask you a couple of things. If you could, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, we need the comments and the stars. It means a lot. It moves us up in the charts. We're getting great momentum, and we appreciate you. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. We do this for free. Please subscribe. Subscribe. Start up and leave a comment. Thanks for listening to the Michael Yo Show. I swear from the moon and the stars in the sky. How's that sound? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast. All for one. I mean, we are going to throw it back for real, man. These guys are so nice. I met them in Austin, Texas. I met these guys in Austin, Texas, probably like 15, 20 years ago. And so nice. I took them around the town, and they still remember me. I called them up and said, hey, will you come on my pod? And they were like, yeah, let's do this. So I will give you an advanced in this pod. They do some singing, which is amazing. You learn all the backstory for all for one. Man, this is probably like one of the best pods we've done because the dudes are so great. And uh, I'm excited to have them on, man. And this is one you just sit back to and reminisce. If you're over like 35 years old, this one's for you. This one is for you. Uh, also want to remind you, I will be in Fort Lauderdale Graph. Ernie, right here, right here, right over me. I don't know. The graphic, uh, December 19th through 22nd, um, December 19th through 22nd, Hard Rock, the uh, hotel, uh, the brand new Hard Rock. So I'll be out there doing like five shows, I think, maybe six if they all sell out, which they will. Miami, I'm coming home. It is my second home. And if you like All for One, if you're like, yo, you need to bring some more old school people, we read all the comments. We love the comments. Also, Give it five stars and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We'll be right back. It's the Michael Yo Show. The Michael Yo Show. Celebrities, pop culture, and comedy. All right, they're in the building. Uh, First of all, I love you guys. I, I have a long relationship with you guys from back in the day. I used to Austin. interview. You're in the house right now. Uh, all for one. What's up, man? What's up, yo? All what right. Up? For the people that are listening, uh, why don't you introduce yourselves so they know when they hear your voice? All right. I'm Delius. I'm Tony. I'm Alfred. And I'm Jamie. All right. And that's all for one. So what are y'all doing right now? I know y'all still doing like, because um, last time we talked, y'all had a Vegas thing going on. Are y'all right. still doing that? Where are we on that? No, so, yeah, no more Vegas, Vegas not going moment. anymore. Okay, kind of went south. Yeah. <laughs> okay, for the winter, hopefully. for the winter. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how'd you like being? Because so many stars are going to Vegas now. It's yeah. like the thing—a residency. Do yeah. you enjoy? Did you enjoy that more than traveling? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It was nice to just be in like one place. Like you literally would just be chilling throughout the day and then, you know, five o'clock comes. You're like, well, all right, let me let me go downstairs. You know, right. we were staying in the hotel for the whole time. So it's like, all right, let me go to work. I felt like I was going to work. Like, you know, like, oh, let, let me get my backpack and let me get my shoes and <laughs> let me go downstairs. And then, you know, everything was in the dressing room. So it was really cool to just be in one place and not having to worry about yep. getting up to take a red eye. 
you know, and then not sleeping and then get into that place and then having to do the show. And then because that's the difficult part of our yeah. lives right now. But whereas when we were younger, flying around the world and getting up at hours, no problem. We're like, let's do it. Now it's like, oh, oh, Jesus, oh yeah. the traveling and the three o'clock lobby calls. Oh and it was like, <laughs> and he's talking about 3 a.m. lobby. Yeah. Call. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To make that 6 a.m. flight. Yeah, yeah. To get somewhere with enough time just to have a lunch and then get ready for sound check and go. It's like. What's the biggest difference uh, since you guys are older than when you first started? But what's the biggest difference now and then? Wait. <laughs> I'm a little heavier. <laughs> I love listen, that. listen. I, I tell them all the time. We take these long flights. I get off and my butt, I can't feel it. It hurts. I'm like, yo, what's up with this? Why, why are you smiling like that? I'm not saying yeah, nothing. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like you like, ain't complaining either about your butt Well, hurting. that's American Airlines. Well, it's I called it out. Airline. It's American. It's all of them. You American know, not the outside the weight. Everything hurts. Yes. We get, we, we'll do a 15-minute show. We'll get done. And things that I didn't know that I have hurt. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't even know what that is. Why is that hurt? I didn't do anything. It's called age, man. We're getting yeah, old. Now man. we're those dudes. Yeah. Yes. Like, we're those dudes. Those we're turning dudes, into yeah. our dads, but just slightly cooler than they were at the same age. Right. Right. Or at least at we think least, we are. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, we listen, think we are. Listen, I'm cool sorry. Right. My dad, when he was 20, looked like he was 45, you know, because he's walking <laughs> did around. You, did you, you know? notice that? Like, yeah. like, it's so funny how when we look at our parents when they were our age now, right. they look so old yeah. Oh, yeah. We look, yeah but we just know more now maybe we know well, food that too but they also, thought cigarettes was healthy exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. exactly but listen it's like when I go to my son's school and I go to pick him up and I'm in my Jordans and I'm in my you know in my cool. sweatpants like my dad would never do that like my dad if he was picking me up from school at the same age he showed up in Stacy Adams and slacks with no socks but that was cool and back then ankles. well maybe not the ankles <laughs> yeah, maybe not the ankles <laughs> But that was cool back then no, for it, them. It, you it know, was the 70s cool. was different. You know? little... I didn't grow up in the 70s, bro. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was yeah. born in the 70s. You didn't go, oh, you grew up? Uh, yeah, he I grew didn't up grow up in the, in the 70s. 70s, no. Yeah, he did. No, Who's the youngest person in this group? Wait, wait. Oh, oh, I was going to say, I wanted you to guess the age. People always have a hard time guessing who's the oldest and youngest. Well, but, who would you have thought the, old, the youngest was? The, the youngest? I would have said you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I the know. oldest? And on that note, that's right. The only reason I said it because they were pointing behind you and they said, "Oh, I hate you, man." Oh, that's wrong. So, so no, it was right actually. So, <laughs> so what do you guys think about the? Uh, I I don't want to call it love song, but like the R and B today. Mm-hmm. I feel like it doesn't really exist. Not the R and B of the type of thing where guys were like, "I love you," and you know, get into that that soul and all that stuff. I don't feel well, like it. Why? Why? Can't, I miss if, it. Everybody, I miss why, it. but you know why? Everybody because wants to be cool. Everybody's too cool now, yeah. right? A guy can't say to a girl, "Yo, I love you," because he's too busy in the VIP making it rain on all the strippers at the strip club, and you know, and drinking and this and that. Whereas, like, one of the things I miss and and I love about music from the 90s that we're part of is, you know, guys weren't too cool. Like, you could say, you know, what was what was uh, Keith Sweat known for? Begging. Yes. Right? right. And Casey and JoJo. Yeah. Begging. begging. It right. was all about begging. Yeah. yeah. And there was nothing wrong with nothing that. Nothing, wrong, nothing with wrong with that. But now, you know, everybody's so cool. I want like to slap can't... on the butt, make yeah. a jiggle in the club. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so I mean, no kind of love to that. There's man. no more room for romance unless you're a country singer. And you know. yeah, do you think that'll ever come back though? Yeah, I hope it does. Yeah, man. I pray. Yeah, that's the I pray. I, I see people. I see, uh, he's got it over there. Oh, um, they're, they're putting, hold on. Let's let's oh, wait yeah, a second. Yeah, okay, they're gonna yeah, get yeah. back to Mike. There we go. No, all right. I'm saying it's a cycle. It's Music a cycle. is a cycle. Life is a cycle. It all comes back around. So it's gonna come back around. I, right. I miss it, man. Yeah, I miss it's it coming, because, man. Well, because it's coming. I, I was telling uh, a friend, even on the female side of R and B, which is non-existent, pretty much too, like. Now the big artists, they're celebrating when they get out of a breakup. Like, oh, like the like yeah. I, I don't want to call names, but like the Taylor Swifts and these people. It's right. like, oh, let's celebrate. Like, you know, F them. Let's go dance and right. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're really sad. Right. Like, no, right. like, like, that's just a right. fake facade. I was yeah, like, that's yeah. a mask. We know that when Taylor Swift closed the door <laughs> and said goodbye to the last person, she's like, oh, God, I need you back. But I don't know. You know. I think Taylor's like, all right, let me make another 50 million record with some lyrics on that one. <laughs> right? Just like Adele. You know, Adele got divorced and her record's oh. coming out soon. I'm like, oh, she about to have a dope-ass record. How bad is that we're wishing for Adele to have bad relationships? Because yeah. we know the music's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's, that's horrible. I don't know if that's what I said. <laughs> no, no. That's, that's what I feel. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. Adele, I'm claiming this. I wish you bad relationships because that's the best music. Ouch. That's the best music. Listen, Adele, I wish you good with no. some bad experiences. Sprinkle it. Okay. But you need the bad experience. Yeah. Because yeah. that record's going to be dope. Oh, it's going to be You great. know, it's going to be dope. How are y'all happy that you, are you happy that you didn't or you wish you did come up in the social media age when y'all were at your peak? I'm glad we didn't. Right. Oh, you know, yeah. really? Yeah. Why? Why? Here's why. Because, you know, I think that people, because of the social media age, forget that entertainers are just humans like them, you know, and, and when you're going through a bad time in your life that you've lost somebody that you loved or you're just sick, you know, or whatever the case is, because of social media, you're not allowed to ever have a bad day. You always got to be on at all times. Otherwise, people got, oh, I got tea. He was a butthole. He was this. You couldn't talk, you know, and not knowing that this guy or this girl is hurting right now. They just lost somebody or they just going through some stuff or maybe, you know, as we say, the show goes on and you're sick as a dog, but you got to get up there and sing. And maybe you're not exactly your best, but you still put on a good show. Well, it's on social media now. Mm. So for me, it was like, I think there was a, a lot more mystique to the artists that we love. You were so excited to hear about Michael and Prince because you didn't see them everywhere. You know what I'm saying? They weren't sandblasted on your phone and here and there and the other thing. And then, you know, and then you had to have talent to, to be successful. Now, not so much. So you believe, I mean, there is still talent today, yes. but you don't have to be as talented. No, definitely not. No. Y'all, y'all all agree with that. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. I haven't seen it. Well, I have seen a couple of people like that, like her and, you know, people like that, but for who the most part, yeah, who are very yeah, talented. Okay, yeah. Please. Well, I'm going to say, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. people who are very talented, but for the most part, everyone's using uh, some sort of, you know, computerized thing to. You remember when they made fun of T-Pain? For yes. auto tune, yeah. like yes. uh, uh, and now everybody, everybody, yeah, yeah, and Nobody he can actually the, sing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he can yeah. actually yeah. sing. That's the scary part. Uh, Not the scary part, but the uh, mask. Yeah, the mask singer. singer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, amazing. the dude can sing. Yeah, but not only that, before the mask singer, yeah, yeah, there was a video of him at like some library or something. He was doing a, a private show right. yeah. with a guitar player. Yeah, singing with All no auto tune, and the dude was killing it. And he just did it to sound different. 
But everybody made fun. Jay Z came out with songs about it. Yeah, everybody yeah. was it. And now every artist is like, I, yeah. and we sounded like old men bitching about new of music course. today. Yeah. Of course, but it is different. Yeah, it is yeah. different. It is. Yeah, you it know, is. definitely. Uh, what do you What are you liking? You said her. Any Any other artists? You're oh liking? man, I, Bruno Mars. Yeah. For me. Oh yeah. my god, yes. Bruno's killing it. Ed Sheeran is killing it. I like a lot of independent artists too. Like there's a girl named Emily King who I just absolutely love. Anything she does. Um, there's another group called King. They're three girls. Um, another independent group, also super dope. But the new one that we got to turn yourself on to. Remember the, the group that we we're all in the car. Mm-hmm. The new respects. Oh, the new respects. respects. Look yeah, it up. Yeah, and listen don't. to us. What's the the first single? The um, um before we let the uh, sun go down. Before we let the sun go down. Look it up and then listen to that and whole record. I don't know if you know this. Fire. Man. What vibe is it? What vibe is it? It's kind of like so. You know, I was so. If you know me, I surf. I surf iTunes every Friday when new music comes out. Okay. And I just go through and I just, you know, and I'll end up like clicking one thing and then seeing the, they have a little section of, you know, you may also like these artists. So I just clicked through a lot of stuff. So I found this group called the new respects. I actually found them in the Christian section, Mm -hmm. but they're more inspirational. And and what I loved about it is it was a throwback to, to the 80s mm-hmm. and the 90s. Because the name sounds like it. Yeah. You know? It's oh, good, man. It's a good, it's good like record. It's like funk with some pop tinges. It's like someone said it's like a black heim, you know? Okay, yeah. You know, which called black. They're all brothers and sisters, I think. Yeah, yeah I think so. Amazing. They're family. It's, it's a really They all good play record. their own instruments. Yeah. They're amazing. Now, what is your creative process today when y'all do a new song or y'all, y'all start writing? Who? How does that work with you guys? Different for each one. Yeah, yeah. It, it's different. I, you know, I kind of, um, I've been doing songwriting for me personally. Like, that's like, when we're not doing off one, that's all I do. Okay. So I do a lot of production and whatnot. So a lot of times, but not all the times, you know, I'm always working on something and I might be working on something and I'm like, yo, this would be great for us, you know, or like right now we're working on, we're celebrating our 25th anniversary this year. Mm-hmm. And Can you believe that? First it's of all, crazy twenty fifth right. anniversary. Same four yeah. guys. Yes, never, yeah. never broken up. You know, right. never replaced anybody. And why? Why is that? You think? Because we like each other. Yeah, yeah. but there's more to liking each other, right? Well, you know, <laughs> we we like and respect each other. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I think too. Also, like we all have a lot of the. We were all raised similar. Okay, know, in a similar manner, you know. Um, Aircraft. I mean, uh, <laughs> not aircraft. Air Force brats. Air Force. Air Force. You know, families. He was more of the brat. The Air Force brat that moved every three yeah. years. We didn't have to move every three years, right. but right. you know, our fathers and family were all military, so we had that side of it. And I also think that being in the music industry, there's a lot of bad in the music industry that you know we went through with different managers or record labels and uh with that happening i think we chose to stick together but like you know what we will take you all on right you, you know so as a as a whole we're much stronger so we're like we always said when we say we're done is when it's done you don't get to tell us when was we're it, done you know was it like at at your peak when y'all were just hitting number one songs and things like that was there ever a time where y'all butted heads where you thought the group was going to break up like y'all couldn't get past a certain point? No, I mean, because listen, I mean, we're men, right? We are not always going to agree on right. everything. But I think there's enough respect amongst us that we know that we can disagree without being disrespectful. Because, you know, I mean, as men in general, yeah. you just want to feel like you're being respected. So I, I think, I mean, we all have 
our disagreements, but it's just never turned into, yo, we can take this outside, bro. Or, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Forget y'all. I don't need this. I'm going. So it's never, right. we've never had that. Was there a rival group like everybody would pitch y'all against? They always try to put us against boys to men. Yeah. Every time we go somewhere, it's always like, boys to men, is it all for one? And all of our songs are boys to men songs. Right. I swear I fought with somebody online. <laughs> They're like, that's not off one. That's boys to men. Off one covered it. I have the record with boys to men saying. I was like, you know what? I will give you five hundred dollars if you just take a picture of that album and show me where it has I swear on the back of it. I'll wait. Wow. It never came. She was at my sister's wedding. I'm like, so so now you write back to the people, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're that dude. You're not, that dude. Not as yes. myself. Yeah. 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 We not got as myself. He's, he's you got our account. Yeah, yeah. He's our Kevin Durant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like do y'all I mean I can't imagine y'all deal with a lot of hate online I mean not, you know what I'm about to say, say we, I think you do and we, we have really? not as yeah. much as others but like you make love time, music you make great music I hate yeah, you but what? listen the internet the internet gives people courage and strength that they don't have in life because yeah. they know that they can say whatever they want to say to anybody they want to say it to and don't have to normally unless they're on world star worry about somebody showing up <laughs> on their front door like yo you want to talk all that on the gram what's yeah. up you know for the most part you know people can be trolls they can be mean i've never yeah. really seen anything the only the, the meanest thing that i've seen is the meanest thing but with a compliment <laughs> do you know you know what i'm saying are you talking about tony Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no that, that was, was like funny. That was that funny. Actually was great. No, the meanest thing I, I would see is like, you know, for a boy band, they're not the prettiest, but they make great music. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, like, thank you? Yeah. You know, sort of thing. That's not the meanest. Than, oh, you know what? Y'all used to be able to sing. Like, right. that's bad. You don't want that. But yeah. that's the one thing I'll say about us. No matter what, our whole career, newspapers, critics, our fans online, the one thing they've never said about us is we couldn't sing. Now, that's how they always end it. But they can sing. But they can sing. Yeah. And that's the most important right. part. Right. So now you mentioned Boys to Men. Have y'all ever done a show on the same show with them? Yeah. And yes. what was that conversation like? We just did one We just recently. did one in August. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm and, talking and, about back in the day. Oh, yeah. oh, no. No. It took us this year, last August, to be the first time doing a show with Boys to Men. Then now, no, would y'all... we did one before that. Yeah, the one in Alabama or... Oh, Atlanta. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And how was that? Y'all being on the same show? Did y'all reminisce? Did y'all talk about, oh, they used to compare us? Or y'all didn't even... We talked to a couple of them. I mean, the a thing couple is... Of, a couple well, different versions of them. No, a couple of the guys in the group Yeah, I yeah. To. I mean, you know, That's because a lot of times it's not time before the show. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody's getting themselves together, warming up. Sometimes you got, like, meet and greets and, and all that stuff before the show. So... Both times, we didn't get a chance to really, like, chop it up. We sat and talked with Nate and Nate, not Nate, and Sean and Juan for a while. Yeah. I didn't. I, I well, you weren't. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, you didn't get invited to that one? Oh. Uh, yeah, I didn't. But listen, but <laughs> Sean lives around the corner from me. Like, I see him all the time. Yeah. We yeah. talk, and he's coming to my studio, and we've worked. So, you know, I mean, we're good, yeah. you know? All right, all right. So now, uh, have you ever had a, what was the peak when y'all know y'all broke? When did you know? Like, because then they couldn't hit you up on social media. Was it one day you just started going out and then just people started stopping you everywhere? And do you remember where that was? You know what? It, it happens so fast. It does. I, I was working as a mechanic and I was going to school at a, as a Ford mechanic up here near Disneyland and all that. And I'm working on a car. They're teaching me and I hear so much in love on the radio. And I just start laughing. They're like, what? I go, I don't think I'm going to be here next week. 
<laughs> they're like, really? What? Uh, are you going to have dog? I'm like, no, see, listen to that. That's the group I'm in. We're, I don't think I'm going to. And I wasn't there next week. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. And it just moved that fast. Yeah, yeah, how it that fast? When, you're, when your song hit the radio, how soon after that were you on the road and everywhere? You well, know, we had to finish crazy. the album. We had, to, yeah, finish we had to finish the album. So when So Much In Love came out. Oh, yeah, it, they dropped singles first. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah and then no they, the anticipation for the album. Yeah. Right. That's right. And but then it yeah. went up the charts so fast. Yeah. It just started taking off. And, and it was one of these things where we were on an independent record label. And the record started taking off. And I was at the studio all the time. Um and I was answering the phones. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking like, yeah, this is the head of Sony. Hi, this is Warner Brothers. This is this. And I'm taking notes in the whole night. Oh, so all these big companies yeah, are trying to call to get to y'all. Small studio one Chatsworth. Like yeah. a makeshift studio, yeah. yeah. And so I'm taking messages and notes and, and whatnot. And the next thing you know, you know, I remember our old manager was like, hey, I want you guys to come by the studio and sing for a friend of mine. And it was like... The guy who was the head of Atlantic Records, and it's like, okay, yeah, we're partnering up with them. This is a new record label, you know. And <laughs> oh, so y'all didn't have any choice or options, and and y'all were probably so green, you were like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's exactly. great, yeah, Let's do it. great, yeah. you know. I mean, Atlantic. I just remember looking at you know the Atlantic logo on on my so album, many records, yeah. 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 That's crazy. And um, and then literally, man, we had to crank out an album in five, five weeks. weeks. And this is before the days of like Pro Tools. This yeah. is when you're still recording the tape. On the real, and where you they just had to, had to do it right. Do it again. We had to sing everything, every chorus and everything. It was wrong. There was no, yeah. no, no, like, there was no cheating. And you had, had to work. We had yes. to work. We had three studios going. Uh-huh. So it's like, you have Tony and Alfred at one, Dillis be at the other, I be at one. So then I'm singing, Switching. he's singing, and it's like, all right, we got to switch now. Send them over to do backgrounds. And this one, Jamie, you go do leads on the one. Deal is just finished. Do you go do... The, and that was like yeah. seven days a week. Yeah. And we would go from like 10 in the morning till 3 or 4 in the morning, get a couple hours of sleep, and then do it all again. You know when I noticed, I realized we had hit it. Because so much love was climbing the charts, but we were working. And we got on a plane to go to Texas San to do Antonio, the Alamo yeah. Dome for the MTV right, Stay in School right, thing. San Antonio, right. Dead mm-hmm. tired because we were working in the studio so much. We got there and we we're out there and they're like, and ladies and gentlemen, all for one. Here in the arena go, ah, I was like, That's what? Yeah. I was like, what? Because they hadn't really, they hadn't really seen it. Well, did y'all, but did y'all have a lot of songs? Because you're so still, much in love. Just the one. So y'all went out there saying one song. And y'all well, it was the MTV Stay in School thing. Okay. So yeah, right. we were just like go out there and sing the song, and right. we were dead tired. And it was yeah. NBA and NBA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so, I mean, so you this song goes up to charts. You're in the studio trying to make an album. Yeah. Now, I, do you ever in that moment sit back and go? Oh, are we doing this right? Or question? Or are you just going with the flow? We just, You're like, just, whatever happens, happens. Just happy to be singing. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. the thing is, you know, So Much In Love, which is the acapella song, it's on the Billboard charts with a bullet. I mean, every week it's getting higher and higher, and it's looking like it's on its way to number one. So that was just crazy in itself yeah. that I'll never forget. I was driving home from the studio one night. This is how I knew we had made it. I was driving from the studio, and at that time, 92.3 The Beat was the radio station it here was in L.A. Theo. Oh, yeah. we used to talk like yeah, this. My Theo. name is Theo. Right. <laughs> but I was talking to, you remember Diana? She was the lady. Anyways, she did the late nights. So she played our song, and she says, you know, oh, yeah, I love voice, this song. Diana. Yeah, she's sexy Diana. Yeah, yeah, she's like, I love this song. I just wish we knew more about the group that sang it, you know? So I called. I pulled over, got on a payphone. Like, hey, 
Yes, they they connected me. I said I called and I said, "Listen, I don't normally do this, but I'm in the group that sings a song that Diana just said she wants to know more about." So she's like, "So what's well, who are you guys?" And I'm like, "We're all for one." I'm trying to talk sexy. Too. <laughs> <laughs> we all for one. He's and, like 17 at the time trying oh, to talk yeah. sexy. Yeah, with a very high voice. So I'm like, "Yeah, we all." He used to sound like a girl. Yeah, you know. And I was like, she's like, where are you guys from? I'm like, we're from Palmdale. She's like, yeah, baby, don't ever tell nobody. <laughs> yeah, just, just tell them you from L.A. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's hilarious. So where were you? Were y'all all at different places the first time you heard the song on the radio? Yeah, because I was working at Saban as a temp agency. Okay. And then I was going on my lunch breaks calling the radio station 92.3 to, to, to request it. it in different voices, as like many I can do. And they finally... Uh, they played it, and I just remember sitting in my car like, wow, is this real? You know, and I wanted to call him again. Play it again, you know? And, and what about you two? Where were well, you? Well, Alfred, I'm, uh, <laughs> I was with actually Tony. He was oh. working on cars. I was pulling him up for him. So basically, wow. and then as I was pulling up, the, the radio came on, you know, with so much love. Like, what in the world? So I pulled in. Hey, guys, listen to this. So, that, you know? so y'all had no idea it was going to be played. No, no, no Nobody no, gave no, y'all a warning. Like, no. So how did he get to that point? I mean, they hired, so the independent label that a we rep? were with, they hired a radio yeah. uh, promoter. To, and I remember the, the first radio station to start playing it was actually in the Bay Area. Yeah. And it was, um, they were called Hot 97. It was this, this guy named Pete Manriquez. He was the DJ. And he loved the record so much that he literally started calling radio stations, all their sister stations around the country saying, listen, mm-hmm. there's this acapella song by this group, All For One. Every time I play it, the phone lights up. And then he started making copies and sending it to people. Wow, on his own. They can't do that yeah. these yeah. days. No. You know, you got to go through right. big wigs and what the play. Oh, it's so corporate yeah. now. Yeah, and it just started zooming up the charts. Everywhere it got played, the phone would light up. But, you know, I mean, this ain't social media age. Mm-hmm. So it's like for somebody to be like, hey, you know you're number one in Chicago. I live in Palmdale. I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> right. oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. So so how fast from when it took off at, in, in Palmdale or L.A., to all across the country. Like a month and a half? Yeah. Wow. That's it was still fast. fast. Yeah, it was like so funny because when we were doing the video for for So Much in Love, so we go to this high school out. Was it Santa Monica? Or? Yeah. University High School in yeah. Santa Monica. And, you know, so we get there. They're setting up. We're in the makeup and the hair trailer getting ready. Before you finish okay. that, because no one knew what we looked like because everything put, was put out there was just yeah. a single. And the cassette single that came out. We purposely only put a brick wall on it Why? that said because, because of the they were, interracial. They were worried. We didn't, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we didn't that's want we didn't want people to prejudge the look of the group and before they had a chance to hear about too, it. Yeah, they were saying the same thing. They were what like, year was this? So ninety three. Ninety three. But remember, Color Me Bad was before us, and at this point, this I wouldn't say a backlash, but you know, they weren't as big as they were, and and the label was worried. That with us being a multiracial group, yeah. that people wouldn't give our music a chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I, I'm black and Asian, but in 93, I was just graduating high school and I lived in Houston. So mm-hmm. I saw that. Yeah. Every, I lived, in, I went to a pretty much all white school. So right. I went through all that, but I didn't know. I never. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the record label, and they told y'all that. Oh, yeah. 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 They How was literally, that conversation? Like, how'd you take it? I was fine with it. Just yeah. put the weather, get the record out there. Yeah, there <laughs> right. I just want to hit singers. They're gonna have to see us at some point, you know. But uh-huh. if it's gonna, if it's not gonna impede on our success, I was. Do you think people thought you were a white group then? 
Or no. all black? Or I think they thought we were all black. black. They were yeah. more shocked when they saw Tony Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. That, Who let these people right. in, right? Because the thing is, the record got started at R&B radio first. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. So, yeah, of course, okay. everybody thought, you know, it's just four brothers singing, right? So, university, I didn't mean that. So, we go to do the video, and we're there, and everything is set, getting set up. And all the kids are walking between classes, like, who y'all think you are? Y'all what, ain't you know, Jodeci. Yeah. You know, <laughs> y'all ain't setting nothing. up like y'all going to do something. Mm-hmm. So, then, for the first time, I remember sitting on the steps of the university, and, you know, you can still hear the kids you know, heckling us because <laughs> they didn't know who you were. They didn't know they who didn't you know. were. And then the director, her name was Nancy. She says, "All right, playback." And then you hear, "As we stroll along, <gasps> oh, oh, that's you, oh, yo, boy, come yeah. here." Now everybody's like, running up, you know, and they want to, you know, get autographs. Yeah, two and, seconds ago, we uh-huh. wasn't, <laughs> you know, yeah, right. Yeah. How'd y'all deal with that fame? Because how old were y'all then? So I'm the baby. Yeah. yeah. And I was barely like, I was 17 when we got the contracts, but we waited till I was 18 basically to sign them. All right. 17. Yeah, I was 19. Well, 20. Yeah, so 18, I was 20. 19, yeah, 20. Right. 45. 32. I thought we were going for drinks after this, Mike, but I don't want to know you no more. Yeah, well, he was talking about, you know. Well, for y'all three, how'd you deal with success at such a young age? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it just wasn't fun because we had a built-in chaperone everywhere. So you had a father figure rolling around with y'all. He's like, you know, he's like, he's like you know, just, that food ain't gonna eat itself. <laughs> Don't let your eyes be bigger than your stomach, boy. That's right. You need to respect your elders. That's what you need to do. He's like, you know, a hard head makes for a soft. But how'd y'all deal with that success at such a young age? Who had, who'd y'all have to kind of like level you out? You, you know what I think? We had each other. You know, we it happened so fast that, A, we didn't realize what the heck was going on. Not at all. Not a clue. We didn't realize that we were as big as we got. Because, you know, they were like, okay, album's done. You're going to do eight nights at Disneyland now for, for, grad for grad nights. But in the meantime, while you're in between the shows, you're going to fly to Europe and do some press, and then right. you're gonna come back and do two oh, shows every week. It was come back to Disney, yeah. And it didn't seem real. Like one of the things I always say that I regret from back then is I never lived in the moment. Right. You know, so so how do we deal with success? I didn't. We, you know, I was like, yeah. I was so afraid it was gonna end because our first single came out and went straight up the charts to top five. And I was like, wow, that happened. And then the next single was I swear. <laughs> you oh know? my god! <laughs> you right. know, so here we are at Disneyland. It's like I swear it came out, and they're playing it off of cassettes, and it's rising the charts. And I'm mm-hmm. like. What's going on? Two weeks number one, three, six, eight, nine, ten. I'm like, what? You guys just tied Elvis. It, it stopped like, at eleven. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, <laughs> so. So I refused to deal with it. I'm so, like, so you didn't live in the moment. Nope. Did any of y'all live in the moment, or y'all I, I were always we were, worried about the, the next problem? Thing? Was I wasn't as worried about D because we call him Debbie Downer for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, for me, though, we were just so busy. Like, I mean, that first year, we went through having passport pages added three times that year and then getting a whole new one. And, I mean, this is just, like, in the span of, like, six months. And the thing is, we were, like, we were gone for the first five years of our career a minimum of 300 days out of every year. So, like, when I decided I'm going to move to L.A. from Palmdale, literally – 
I had two days to move. It was like, okay, listen, you got two days and then you're going to Australia and New Zealand and da da da, da for two months. So I literally drove down here, found a place. The next day, Alfred helps me put all my boxes in and then I left for three months. Yeah. And it took me a year to just unpack the boxes yeah. because I would come home for a weekend or three or four days and then we'd be gone again for another month, two yeah. months. My, my first townhouse, I figured out I was there. I had a year lease. I was there 26 days. So I said, screw that. I'm buying a house. Right. You know, I'm like, if I'm going to have pay for something, how, I'm gonna, it's going to be mine. How exhausted were y'all? Oh, exhausted. Oh, yeah. And the record company, and now that you look back on it, you get, they don't care. They don't no, care. No. no. Like, no. we would go to Korea and get mad. Because, no, because listen, they would give us a schedule. Oh, the yeah. schedule would start at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and end at midnight. And in the schedule, it would be like, you know, get some food at the hotel for breakfast. And then it was like, we're going to do all this. And then at 9 p.m., we're going to eat. I'm like, well, what about in between? Lunch and <laughs> right. yeah, like, I mean, but it was literally just one thing to the next. Because back then. You couldn't yeah. even experience where you were. Well, not only that. Oh, yeah, no. There was, you know, there wasn't. We didn't have the technology to be able to do this and say, hey, don't worry. We'll send you a video for your Christmas promo six months from now. Yeah, so no. when we went there. They knew we would be so busy that we may not come back for the rest of the year. So we were doing everything. We were doing, you know, New Year's Eve performances, Christmas mm-hmm. performances, Valentine's, like everything. So they, they would have it for the next season because we may not make it back. Did you, did you, since you didn't live in the moment, but did you have a lot of pictures and things oh, to yeah. remember the moment though, at least? Some, Y'all have, remember some, we bought some, video cameras? Yeah. Well, the, but see, that was the problem, right? Technology. So, you know, we have a camcorder and that thing is this big, you yeah. know, I mean, it's, it's huge. And, and when you have all this luggage and you're trying to, so we, in the beginning, we would all be walking around with our, our camcorders. Yeah. After a while, that thing got heavy. Yeah. You know, we just like, you know what? I don't need this. You know, we're going to leave this at there's home. St- there's still a lot of pictures and everything. There is, there. but yeah. not as yeah. much. If we would have had our cell phones now. Oh, like we yeah. Have, yeah. Well, that's we ridiculous. Oh, yeah. We of course. Have, we'd have everything on, yeah. on film. Now, how do you like any of y'all besides yourself have kids? Anybody? How many? Yeah. 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 How how do you how do you deal with them in social media? I mean, I, I keep mine away. Well, to be honest, two and four. Yeah, mine are two. Yeah. Four. Okay. But, but I mean, like you even you sound like no. you're a super dad. No, no, no. What? No, even even on my so on my. But yeah, in, I keep them in, all. In, they're in, not gonna be naked on social media. But in his, a diaper. In his defense, two and four year olds are on social right. media. Oh, yeah. But no, like yeah. even on my on my pages, I keep my kids. Yeah. I, like you might see one or two yeah. pictures of a year. Well, that's about it. That's about it, huh? Yeah. See, I'm opposite, man. I, I put my son everywhere. Like, like there you yeah, oh, That's me. Yeah, that's me. Right. No, yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know, man. Maybe, you know, I think about, but I will say this. If I we're having another kid in like three weeks, oh, if I have oh, a congrats, congrats, brother, that's thank awesome. Thank you. But we don't know if it's a girl or boy. But I've already, in my mind, if it's a girl, you'll never see in her till she's like 25 years that's old. That's right. Like, I don't know. That's my mindset. Yeah. Like, you I'm know, protective with a boy. Uh-huh. But with a girl, I'm like, not. Nah, Nobody. I don't want anybody commenting. You know, on her. the thing is, I, honestly, we talk about this all the time. How when you see twelve-year-olds now, and think about when you were twelve, it's a completely different thing. Yeah, There's yeah, so yeah. much more grown. Now, I also do think that all the hormones in the food are so making them develop early. One hundred percent. Yes, Absolutely. but they're so much more grown. They're they're 
They they don't have the same childhood as us. I mean, remember mm-hmm. when I was twelve, man? Me and my friend were riding our bikes, pretending we were doing chips. Right. You know what I'm putting saying? The, putting the <laughs> cocaine, putting the cocaine. we were daring each other to eat pop rocks and drink a coke afterwards. Yeah, like, you know what I'm right. saying? Like your stomach's gonna blow up. Right. Exactly. But we playing tag. They killed Mikey. Hide go seek. And nowadays, a twelve year old is on Instagram and is an influencer and has all of these brands paying. That twelve, I, I just saw a video of a seven-year-old in Korea who made Billions. six million dollars oh, last yeah. year yeah. on YouTube. She just bought a penthouse somewhere yes. in Korea. Yes, <laughs> yes. straight up. Yeah, yeah. no, it's true. All she does is open toys. Like, yes, toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. she's open box. Yeah, yeah. open box, man. Right. I, yeah. When my kid turns five Crazy. or six, guess what? <laughs> he's doing? This is not going to be a podcast. This is going to be an open. Like, uh, pro- I'm about to take my child to Popeyes yeah. right now. You right. review this as a six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about the. Oh, yes, but I'm just saying, kids don't have the same childhood just to be a kid right. that we had to sit down. I mean, for me, I looked forward to before school and after school watching the He-Man and the yes. Transformers yeah. and my cartoons mm-hmm. and going to play outside. Kids like, Incorporated. Kids don't even know about playing kids outside. Kids Incorporated. K-I-D-S. That's what I'm saying. Like, kids don't have that. Anymore, no, you know, and it's, they're growing up so fast, and I think social media is just even making that worse. And I also, and I, I know this is not y'all because y'all old school like me, but I see a lot of parents want to be friends with their kids. Oh yeah, instead right. of instead of parents, but I kind of here's what's interesting. When I was growing up, my dad did not care what I did. Like as far as like he was not into what I was into. Mm-hmm. Right, I, Atari right. twenty six hundred. Mm-hmm. Yep. He could care less. Right, but now adults. Are leading the charge. They're buying PS4s for themselves and be right. like, "Hey, but, son, but and using kids as like, really, but using yeah, kids yeah. as a oh, kid. I mean, I don't. Have but here's why. Right. Right. But here's why. You got to remember, right? We grew up in that age. Right. We were the first video game yeah. uh, generation. Like I had everything. I had Pong and tele- uh, yeah. television, ColecoVision, ColecoVision. I had you Atari know, Atari twenty six hundred, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Dreamcaster, like all yeah, of that all stuff. Of we had all of that. Yeah. So it's like when when I would go see them. Matter of fact, when I moved out of my house, I was 17. I moved in with Tony and Alfred, right? And I used to tell them, like, man, my mama be tripping. They're like, man, your mama don't be tripping. So then they came to my house to play Nintendo. She so be tripping. Three of us <laughs> in there playing Nintendo. Because that's what we did. Techno Exactly. They didn't believe. You know how Eddie Murphy used to talk about his mama being a professional shoe thrower? Yeah. They thought that was just a story. No, so they came by that's and my mom threw a curveball change up that went around Tony's head, around the back of Alfred's, came around the back and hit me. Yeah. And then that's when they were like, okay, you can okay. move in with us. Yeah, yeah, right. But I, I say all that to say, like we would get together to Play video games. Right. And, and at that point, you know, we're out of high school. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think now you have, you know, 45-year-olds, 50-year-olds still gaming because we're the generation that started that. Well, yeah, I, it's just all I wish is they could. You remember Atari? It was just one button. Yeah. It would make right. you run, jump, yeah. dunk. Yeah. Yeah. That red button did yeah. everything. Can they bring it back to where they right. don't have so oh, many yeah. damn you, you buttons? Like yeah, this? I know. And I know. I'm like confused. Yeah. I'm not oh, yeah. so violent. I think that's the problem. I get scared. I played one shooter game. It was so real. Yeah. Like I, I was scared to walk into the like physically yeah. scared to walk into the. I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh. Yeah. I can't play these games wow. anymore. That's what's I can't play this. That's no. what's wrong with the kids. Yeah. I died. I, I don't th- say that. When I you agree. put people you, in real like situations, video games. So you still play no, well, video games? Is great. That, but I'm just saying those shooting well, games. Well, what's where the difference between the shooting games and the movies where people getting shot in the movies? Oh no, I have a problem with that as well. I think movies and video games are the problem. 
with kids today. They're desensitized. No, no. no. I, I think they're desensitized I, to the violence. Parents and I'll are even the put problem. In, I love the parents. And I absolutely, you, no. I don't blame the parents too much because kids will watch anything when the parents aren't around. But I will say this: even the violence, and I love it. I watch it all the day. Stuff like UFC and all that stuff. Love it. Kids watch that. I watch some of these world star videos these days where kids mm-hmm. are fighting and they're trying to kill each other with knee kicks and stumps. I'm like, where did they get that from? But they're watching UFC. But let me ask you this. <laughs> let me ask you this. When you were a child. But I love UFC. Listen, <laughs> when you were a child, if you body slammed your sister, what would have happened to you with your dad? I'd have got my ass bit. Exactly. That doesn't happen anymore. That don't happen no more. Because so your you, kid will call the police. Exactly. So you can't say it's the video <laughs> games because yeah. we were watching. I remember watching but, the first but you're, but you're, uh, WWF you know, SummerSlam. But the, but the, part, the problem with that is you said if I body slammed my sister, what would happen to me? So you right. went to what would happen to me with my parents, but you didn't address why I'm body slamming my sister. Listen, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It what doesn't else, matter. What did I see because I felt like I can body slam my sister? We were watching, UFC no, or wrestling. We were watching way, WWF I from somewhere then, else. <laughs> and I did the Ultimate Warrior on my sister and took her out. <laughs> but you know what happened though? Because you learned it yeah, from, but, from wrestling. But, listen, but yeah. pain bring your memory back. So after I body slammed her and my dad got his razor strap out and he said I wasn't going to sit for a week, I didn't sit for a week. And you know what? I never body slammed her again because I remembered the pain I went through. And I agree with that. So so for the parents in here, so do you believe your kid has to fear you a little bit? Yes. 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 Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. A kid has to have a healthy fear of their parents. A healthy, their, fear. A healthy, a healthy fear, fear of their fear. parents fear. or there'll be consequences. I had a friend of mine and um, she, uh, I probably shouldn't talk about it, but I'm not talking Don't about her. Names. I won't say names, but I was, I was always telling her, you know, you can't let him get away with all this stuff you know you're running him you're trying to oh please don't do this well go stand and, mm-hmm. and he would just disignore I'm like if you don't get that into control by the time he's 11 it's done cause, cause parents are always like oh when they understand right I give it they understand now. Yeah. They I just, it's amazing. so funny. Like, me and my, my wife is the sweetest person on earth. And my son knows what he can get away with with her. Right. And he gets away with me. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows if he gets in a car with my wife, he's going to cry till she gives him an iPad. Mm-hmm. When I, if I drive him somewhere, he knows not to even yeah. ask. He just quiet in the car. Yeah. He not say nothing. Yeah. You know, so kids, like, they know. Listen, yeah. they know. We all were kids once. I used yes. to play my mama wow, and daddy pathetic. against each other like it was a Super Nintendo. <laughs> I got away with everything with my mom i knew how to get to her as long as i made her laugh and started singing to her whatever i got what i needed me too because i just blamed it on my brother there you uh, go but the problem is and here's the thing my wife and i would talk because my wife is a very loving person we have a good balance i was more of the you know the, the disciplinarian, disciplinarian. Yeah. and and she's the one who provides lots of love but at the same time you know we would talk and, and i would say to her and she always she agreed it takes as much love to discipline as it does to love. Oh, yeah. Okay. You have to discipline because you love. Because the world's judgment is going to be a lot harsher than your judgment. And right now, we live in the whole everybody gets a trophy at soccer movement. Exactly. Right? No participation trophy. Yes, the yeah. participation trophy. So nobody understands that losing builds character. That that sometimes not winning is the best thing that Thank can happen you. to you because it makes you Work it makes harder. you believe that I never want to lose again. again. If right. everybody getting trouble, like okay, right. this but, is acceptable. Yeah, exactly. Right. But to me, it all goes hand in hand with also discipline because listen, not every child needs whoopings, right? Not no. every child needs that. Every child is different. Some wait, wait. children. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Tony. I should have told you that before you started whooping them. Right. Um, but the thing is, some child, some children can get away with a good talking to. Yeah. Now, not most kids. Right. Some kids need a talking to after then you done warmed up their backside. Yeah. Because pain brings your memory back. And and the thing is, kids need to understand that there will be some type of reaction for all of your actions. Yes. So if you do positive things, positive things will come back to you. I see your son whispering. I'm about to say, right right? your son's whispering. <laughs> yeah. He's watching that same thing. Like, what? He's just your son whispering. Your son have a name. He's like, this is bullcrap, mom. He's not really like that. Come on, what's he talking listen, about? How come one, there's two dads? One time, one no, listen, one listen, I'm not going to say names either. One time we had some children at our house once who were acting up, and my son says to us, Thank y'all for whooping me. Oh, yeah. 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 That, yeah. yeah, because these kids were, you know, having a ball and, and wasn't listening to nobody. And he knows that when we, and he's the youngest, we would have a, a, a like my dad, he had a look. Oh, yeah. He didn't even have to talk to me. Right. Just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I just see him They're like crying. This. Yeah. <laughs> you would have thought I was a statue. You know? <laughs> And, and we had the same thing. They had to know that, listen, you can be fun. You can have fun. I love you. I'll be your friend sometimes. But I'm also going to be your dad because if, I, if I'm not there to teach you wrong from right and to steer you in the right direction, when you become an adult, it's too late. It's, it's, it's too so late funny. by 11. I was, uh, my son's too, to have. So we were at the pediatrician and there was this kid that was three or four. And just slapped his dad, and like like pow, and I'm watching this laughing. <laughs> the mom runs in and goes, "No, you got a timeout. You got to sit in the corner. You got you can't be doing that." And I'm like, "This kid, all you're gonna do? Is, I, I know he's three or four, yeah, but you just." Like, he didn't care. Right. The kid was just like, oh, okay, I'll sit in this corner. But we're in a doctor's office. And as soon as they put him in a the corner, they called him into the office. So he right. got off. Yeah, right. And the father was so just like. Oh, oh yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, see, and I was like, you, look, I hate to say a father no. deserved it. But that father did not step up. And, and, say, and you know what's going to happen right. the next time? The kid's going to be more upset the next time that you put me in time out. I'm going to slap you harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, all I'm saying is. You know, not everybody agrees with spankings. All I'm saying spankings. is beat your kids. No, right? listen, <laughs> listen. Not everybody agrees with spankings, and that's cool. That's right? cool. But in the black community, that's what worked for us. Yes. yes. And and you can look at a lot of us folks who turned out the way we turned out, mm-hmm. and evidently the spankings helped. All I'm saying, though, is whatever you decide to do, your children need to understand wrong from right. What's that? I can see you. Did not help oh, you. No. <laughs> Anyways, your kids need to understand wrong from right, and they need to understand that if they act bad, then bad things are going to come to them. And, and that's while they're in your house and then while they're out of your house. All yeah. right. I want to bring it back to the music. Okay. Um, okay. Oh. I want to I bring it back to uh, when y'all were, when y'all first started, what groups did y'all look up to? Man. Mm. New edition. Yeah. New oh, edition. yes. Yeah. But also even some of the older groups. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, my mom used to do this. She used to do an oldie but goodie party once a month. And all of our friends and aunties and uncles from L.A. would drive out to Lancaster. We'd stay up the night before. And my dad would have his reel-to-reel just putting all her favorite songs. So I grew up listening to a lot of old music like Sam and Dave, Temptations. Ah. You know, I mean, just everything. Sam Cooke, Wilson Pickett, a lot of gospel, a lot of jazz. A lot of the 80s stuff, too. Yeah. I love all the 80s pop music as well. When, when, how'd y'all meet and when'd you know you had something? Well, uh, 
Okay. Well, well, we met actually at a karaoke show. A karaoke show at the at the AB Well, we Fair. met you at a karaoke show. Well, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So okay. Well, I was going to take it back. Yeah, from let's, back let's start from the beginning. Start from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. We grew up together. I pretty much raised Alfred. No, <laughs> I did not do a good job, but uh, we went to Same. junior high, high school together. Yeah, I did not whip him enough. He didn't have the razor strip. <laughs> and then, or the shoe. then we met uh, Jamie at a talent contest at the yeah. college we were attending. Out in Antelope Valley. And then from there, um, I exchanged numbers with them. We did some local radio station jingles out in Palmdale. Um, and one day. So y'all were jingle singers. We were doing whatever we could. Yeah, yeah, what, what's the first jingle you ever sing? You I remember? Mean, I, I don't know if y'all remember. I just remember there was one that was like a um, hot 97.7 FM. Yeah. Um, they gave us a whole bunch. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember them. There was a long, long, long time ago. Okay. And then Tony and I were broke and um, we were just trying to win some money. So the ra- the local radio station out there, Hot 97, was doing a karaoke show at the fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. The winner was going to get $977 because gotcha. they're hot 97.7. Nice so I'm like, yo, Tony, let's go get this money, bro. Mm-hmm. This is easy work. We got this. So we show up, and right before we go on, we hear this guy is singing, what did you think <laughs> I would do? And we look over. He's on his knees. He's rolling around like he's Patty LaBelle. Because I was poked. He's doing the star search <laughs> growl. Yeah. I needed that money. <laughs> so I was like, yo, we ain't going to let that little dude take our money, Tony. We we going to have to take Ebony and Ivory to church. <laughs> and not your church, my church. Like, I need you to get gospel with it. So we tied. We go up and we sing, and then we all tied. And they said, we want y'all to come back for the semifinals. Okay. And, yeah, and then we lost. We all lost. Y'all lost to who? I don't know, some girl named Beyonce, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So that's besides the point. That's where we usually end our story. <laughs> but, uh, I, I love how our, our story always ends with somebody who yeah. definitely didn't grow up with me. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, she was about two. And she's yeah. amazing. That's why I'm so mad we lost to a two-year-old. Yeah, right. Um, but um, the funny thing is I never thought of that would have been unethical for y'all to win. Because you did jingles for the station. Well, I just after, after 25 years, that just they hit didn't me. didn't know that. You did jingles for the station. No, we did you jingles won. one time for the station. You wow. went for the station. Look, you're no. already saying they cheated. No. no. But we, we lost. We did not get paid. So, right. But here's the funny thing. We didn't get paid for those jingles. That's, right. that's okay. So um, you need a better manager. <laughs> <laughs> I did my best. The, the funny thing about it is as far as where we met at, um, I, I'm an Air Force brat, as we mm-hmm. said. And I used to live out in Edwards Air Force Base out in the Lancaster area back in the uh, 80s. Um, don't do the math. Mm-hmm. So I actually <laughs> met up with Jamie when I when he was like maybe like nine yeah. or ten. And, and my aunt was the choir director, director for my church choir. Oh. Yeah. And so they the invited him. choir. Shut up. So, <laughs> so they invited, he was nine. I was like 12 or 11 or something like that. And, and he Matt came and he sang. Listen, <laughs> Madison got three hours. Ago. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> this ain't a Joe Rogan podcast. Right. Come on, I got four exactly. hours. Exactly. So, um, uh, they invited him to sing at our anniversary, our church anniversary. And um, little Jamie Jones came up. And I remember hearing the little kid sing. And I said to uh, the person next to me, I'm like, wow, that kid's good. He's going to be something someday. I remember distinctly wow. saying those words. And then and as then soon as I, I finished. Shut up. Let no, me I'm saying, start. It's oh. a good thing. The choir comes in. They march through. And then he sings lead. 
And I remember watching, thinking uh, like, that dude with the crooked tie is good. Oh, yeah, because my <laughs> ties are always crooked in every even, video. Even to today. And so then I moved away, and I came back back in the 90s, right. and then the character content we met up, and yep. we were at Magic Mountain, and then something he said or sang, and they just tunnel vision was like, I was like, did you ever sing at a church? He was like, oh, I always had this one song I sing in all the church, and, and he started singing it, and I was like, oh, my God. It's the kid that I said was going to yeah. be something yeah. someday. Wow. Well, I thought that God was just laughing like, <laughs> just you wait, you and, wait see. and see. Give it five or six years, you're going to see. And sure enough, it was uh, a was, was there ever, like, what was the biggest moment where, you know, we talked about the great things. Was there ever something that just, you know, like, like uh, not a downfall. Was, was there a moment where y'all were all, like, just heartbroken? As like a in group? The, as a group. Probably when we were at the American Music Awards. And kept they, losing. Kept right. losing to everybody. I'm like, wait, man, how we got the biggest song of the year? Well, that was the Billboard, so we didn't win nothing. Yeah, but then we've won at the end. I'm talking about the American oh, Music Yeah, we Award. won in we the category won. we thought we would never win in. Yeah, yeah. The, like the all urban <laughs> category. All like, urban. When that one came, I was like, With oh, Aaliyah well, and Warren this. G and right. Nate Dogg. I'm like, <laughs> well, I guess that's zero for four. And then all for one. It's like even Salt and Pepper. they were announcing their awards. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, you know, we just finished touring with Salt and Pepper. That's what our residency was with. Yeah. And so uh, we're friends and all. But even then, back then, they were announcing the the winners. <laughs> and uh, Aaliyah, Warren G, all for one, Babyface, and the winner is. And you see Pepper's face. All for one. <laughs> I was like, wow, she couldn't even hide it. Right? <laughs> I was like, wow. But even us, the day we were like, like, we were like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Ace of Base kept winning them. Oh, they were so Everywhere. big at that time. Yeah. All right, so when y'all when y'all go out and sing, what are y'all tired of singing songs now? I mean, like, no, you no. still love it, huh? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, you know what? At first, I think I used to get tired of singing. I swear, but then honestly, once I kind of changed my my perspective, we've sang the song so many times that it's second nature for us. Yeah. We don't have to think about it; it just comes out. We can literally sing the song and think about completely different things. And honestly, for me now, it's so true. You're did, I the oven on? did I flip the oven off? Right. What am I going to eat after this? Eat after exactly. this um, <laughs> no, but seriously, am I going to beat my kid when I get right. home? <laughs> like, I swear, he bet not that brother F home. <laughs> now you know we live in a whole another age. I'm like, we should you do know it. what? Matter of fact, let me text her right now. Have right. his report card out right. when I get home. In the stars, <laughs> we should do a skit like that. Actually, that'd be hilarious. Have us on stage yeah. singing and all thinking. Big bubbles of <laughs> just a random yeah. thing. But honestly, what I think of now though is we've heard so many different stories about what our songs have meant to people. Yeah. I mean, not only just falling in love, sad stories, happy stories. And when when I see the reaction of people as we're singing it, and I see you know tears immediately, or I see you know some big burly dude who has moved all night stand up and grab his girl so that they can dance. Or I see, you know, this other couple over here just, it's like when you see that, I'm instantly thinking to myself, I wonder why you're reacting the way you're mm -hmm. reacting. Like, what does this song mean to you? Mm -hmm. And then the other thought is, I'm seeing the hell of this record for y'all. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Well, what's interesting is when you're in the entertainment business, no matter what level, if you have fans, something small you do mm -hmm. is so big to them. Yes. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. something you would just normally do mm -hmm. would be like, 
going just going out of your way a little bit or singing their favorite song. That's so big to them because that's what yeah. came. Yeah. yeah, you know what Absolutely. I mean. That's what's so great about the industry. Yes, and and that you know when you when like when I do comedy, you know if I, I I'll tell a story and then a parent somebody relate to it and they're like oh that made my night because yeah. I went through the same thing and with you guys mm-hmm. you know life is a soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. so when you yeah. sing a song. Boom, they go back to the yep. time where that song really hits yeah. them. The this. funny thing is, on this I Love the 90s tour, you know, this is the first time that we've actually toured with a lot of other artists because we always toured yeah. on our own. Uh-huh. But it was like when we were meeting all of these artists who we grew up listening to or who started at the same time we did, but we never got a chance to talk to them and we never got a chance. And it's like, when you hear those songs, it's like, yo, you remember we were driving to the studio right. and this was coming yeah. on and that, you know, and it's, so it happens to us as well because we're also fans of the music and, and, and music just has a way of really attaching itself to your memories and your emotions. And you can remember when a song comes on, who you were with, the what you were doing, when. what you were wearing, you know, yeah. where you lived, your best friend, you know, the girl yeah. who broke your heart, like everything will come, come back. right back to you as soon as you hear that record. I remember... Uh, Aaron Hall came out with a song called I Miss, Miss You, you. Oh, yeah. that's when the woman I was in like just freshman year of college I thought she was the one she broke my heart and all I remember I still remember to this day crying in my bed with the lights on I miss you <laughs> like literally I remember like it was yesterday that song every day, I, I can't stand that song yeah. I hate that song I've never, never listened to it again <laughs> so I can't what are y'all what, are y'all on tour right now what are y'all, I know y'all just did a song to help out with um, like I don't want to phrase it wrong yeah, but yeah. So the, it's okay but it's like for taps wounded veterans wounded veterans yeah. tell me about that experience it's a great experience. As um, we were saying earlier, it's the the event we did was a or the recording we did is a song called "Isn't It Amazing," and it's um, it was a song that uh, what's the I forgot the lady's name. I forget um, her name as well. But but her husband was an Air Force pilot, and he had died at a combat. And it's something they used to say to each other all the time um, when he was here. Isn't it amazing that uh, you know our family? They wouldn't yeah. say goodbye to each other. Yeah. They would say, isn't you know, amazing? isn't it amazing yeah. that I'm gonna see you soon, or isn't it amazing this and that? You know. And that was their saying. And then, you know, they said it to each other one last time and, and she never heard it from him again. So this album is going to benefit all the wounded warriors. The money is going to them to uh, help their families out. And it's a great project. A lot yeah. of great people are on the project and the song is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Is it, yeah. is it, uh, after you recorded it, uh, what, what was the reaction from her? Like, she wasn't there, but I did yeah. see her online. Yeah, yeah, you saw yeah. that she posted yeah. online. She was like, I could have never imagined that this would be what it would sound like or what it would be. And yeah. honestly, I, I mean, I don't mean this in a bad way, but I was glad she wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. So we wouldn't have been able to sing it. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like you missing homegirl. Like, so the messed up thing is right before we're getting ready to go sing it, they're like, oh, by the way. Mm-hmm. This is the day that he passed away. Oh, We're like, yeah. yes, the That's day of our recording session. Don't tell us that. Oh no! Oh <laughs> yeah, no! So, it was hard. Yeah. How's it? How's it feel? Uh, before we leave, a couple more questions. How's it feel to be able to hit the road and you still see like those diehard fans out there for you guys? It's great. You it's know, awesome. it's great to see the diehard fans. It's also great to see the new fans who are surprisingly getting younger. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I'm like, you couldn't have been born. But yet they're out there and they know all the words and they're How singing they along. How are finding it, you think? Well, we'll get a lot of times, like, I remember we were at that place in New York um, and there was a lady, who she came up to us and she said, you know, you guys were my very first 
concert ever. I was 12 years old. It was at the New York State Fair, and I met you, and you guys were so nice to me. And this is my 12-year-old. She has grown up listening to your music because that's, that's all I play. For them, yeah. And now she, my age, now we have kids. Exactly. Yeah. And she's like, and you guys are now her first they, yeah. concert, and you're even nicer now than you, you know, not yeah. that we were not nice yeah. then, but so we get a lot of a lot of people. I mean, that's how I learned a lot of the music I know is it was shared parents, with, me, yeah. with my right. parents. So and, interesting. Like you guys were coming in today and my two year and a half year old, we were listening to your music yeah. and his favorite song right now is Love Train. Oh, wow. From way back the OJ's? Yeah, he'll he'll walk in the kitchen and go, Love Train. <laughs> and he can't say Alexa, a rap star. Love Train. <laughs> but I can't let y'all leave without singing a little something. Oh, no. Whatever y'all want, just sing a little something for me. Hmm. A little So Much in Love? Or... Sure. Make sure you get close to that one. Whatever it is. All right. As we stroll along together, holding hands, walking all alone, so in love, are we two that we don't know what to do, so in love, in a world of our own. What I love is what I love is people are uh, finding this music again because you don't need instruments. Yeah, like I, I think you know when you said everything comes back. I think it will come. I don't know if about the R and B music, but I think the acapella, mm-hmm. the way y'all did it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about the way other people do it, right, but right. the way y'all did it, I think that is gonna come back because it's sing it, it's art. Yeah, in its truest form. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know I, what I mean. I agree, and that's yeah. and and there's not a lot of people that can do it like y'all can. Oh, thank you, brother. Well, thank you. We appreciate honestly, it. Honestly, honestly, music is a circle, as, as Alfred was saying earlier. And I I do think if you look now, like if you look at like the Ed Sheerans or the John Legends or the the Bruno Mars, like some of those love songs, the kind of songs that yes. we always sing, they're singing those yeah. as well. And then you got groups now like the Pentatonics mm-hmm. and some of these other acapella groups. The one good thing about acapella is, especially if you're a black kid, the one place you can always sing is the church. And that's where we started, right? But all kids have school choirs and church choirs, and and you learn to to sing harmonies there. And I think that, you know, I think you will still have some of those. The hardest part is just getting the industry, like the record labels, to sign Groups, because if you look, there's I'm not a lot say, of groups right that's now. That's what I, the R and B group needs to make a comeback. It's yeah. literally extinct. But don't you think there's an opening for that right now? Yes, because yeah, the people that are our age, yes, there's they're the ones still buying stuff mm-hmm. yes. and buying stuff. Like I, I feel there's a big gap. Absolutely, that that it's not being filled right now. There's no, no male or female R and B groups. I like you know the Temptations, Boys to Men, All for One, Destiny yeah. Child. There's I'm like, well, they're extinct. But, you know, what happens is, like I said, the, it's a circle. And, yep. you know, I remember going from, in the 90s, the, the groups were the king. And then Nirvana comes out and everybody has to have their version of yeah. Nirvana. And then gangster rap gets super hot and everybody's got to have their gangster rapper. Mm-hmm. And it's like everything just does this. And, and then it goes from gangster rap to Britney Spears. And now there's a single white female on every label. And yeah. then it goes from that to NSYNC. And, you know, and now, they're calling, boys, yeah. and now they're calling all of us R&B groups. Boy bands, which we were never called. Yeah, right. That's so true. Yeah. yeah, now because of those boy bands of the early 2000s, 
if you're four guys in the group, you're a boy band. Yeah. And it's, but but it, it all kind of makes its way around, and hopefully, the one thing that will come back soon are you know guy and girl groups. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys stopping by. Yeah, thanks thank for having us. Always show me love, man. Absolutely, yeah, man. brother.